0: High school football season in the Mountain State is back. Join us on Thursday, August 26th for the EPAC season opener as the Hedgesville Eagles battle the Washington Patriots. Power formation here for Washington. It is Wogan behind center. He will take the snap. Go off
1: right guard into the end zone. It's a Washington Patriot touchdown. And yeah, no doubt about that one, as you said.
0: Coverage begins with the sports mix at 5 p.m., followed by the pregame show at 6 and kickoff at 7, right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10.
1: Well it'll just for
2: you, me and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's
3: time for the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV Ten. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis
2: and Nick Verzolini. Welcome into the Friday. October, October, August 20th. I'm ready. I'm ready for October, Nick. I'm ready to... I mean, it's a little early for October. I'm ready ready to fast forward. We got September. Yeah. whole another month. The August 20th edition of the Sports Mix. This is... Our show is brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremation, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Before we get into continuing yesterday's topic of breaking down the NFL schedule with the best games week by week, in our opinion, we'll let you know that uh, Martinsburg's got a scrimmage tonight against John Champ, and we'll be out there, you know, getting ready for the season, Um, getting some video and stuff like that and seeing how the guys do.
0: We were out there yesterday watching practice a little bit. What do you think about them, Nick? Didn't really see too much to get a good evaluation, but obviously, you know, you can tell that they – as usual, have a lot of athleticism and talent on the team just by watching kickoff, which is pretty much what we were watching. And, uh, you know, the guys seem excited about the season. So I'm looking forward to getting a in-person look at Martinsburg for the first time. Obviously, you know, have been the team in the state for pretty much, what, like 10 years now? So Yeah. I mean, they've been a powerhouse, and I'm, I'm looking forward to this scrimmage tonight. Obviously, I think it will probably be a pretty controlled scrimmage, but – you know, just to get a good look at the team, I think will be exciting.
2: Yeah, it will be exciting. I'm excited to watch high school football in a scrimmage. I haven't seen high school football in a couple of years, honestly. Um, but then that will get us ready. Next week, we got a huge week. Uh, Wednesday, we will be out at the Rocks in Shepherdstown for their grand opening. And we'll be doing our show live from 12 to 1. We'll be there from probably 10 to 2-ish as that's the grand opening event there'll be shepherd athletes there we'll talk to them we'll have a few of them on and it'll be it'll be a nice fun day
0: yep come out uh come say hi if you want you know we'll we'll be out there uh you know like you said talking to shepherd athletes so get to introduce ourselves to them which will be i think a good opportunity and uh you know, it's a grand opening, so should be fun. Should be a lot of cool. There's cool games going on with the athletes yeah. and stuff. So it's not just you know this store's opening. They're doing some different stuff with it, which I think is pretty cool.
2: Something that I thought was interesting that I really didn't think about until yesterday when Matt Miller, the outgoing sports director, he'll call play by play for Martinsburg, and I'll be on color this this season. Is he, he? I didn't even think about this. Was the NIL could be could be part of this? I don't know. We don't know. But that would be an interesting thing to take a look at.
0: Yeah, we'll have to maybe talk to some do some there investigative and, journalism.
2: <laughs> do our job, <laughs> and then on Thursday we'll be broadcasting the Hedgesville at Washington game. That'll be at seven p.m. with a six p.m. pregame show. Are you excited for your first high school
0: football action, Nick? Definitely. Uh, you know, it should be a really good game as we talked about. You know, yesterday I think the series is seven to six in favor of Washington. So. It's been very competitive over the years. Plus, it's the kickoff of high school football. So, I would expect, you know, even people that aren't uh, Washington or Hedgesville fans to be in attendance. So, it should be a packed house. And, you know, because high school football is back, and then, of course, it's the only game going on in the area. So, it should be a great uh, night for football. And if you can't make it or don't want to go out, you can, you know, tune in to us
2: tune in to us right here on talk radio wrnr 106.5 and am 740 as well as tv 10 and on in berkeley and jefferson counties on comcast channel 10 and on youtube we'll be broadcasting that on youtube it'll be you on play by play i'll be on color uh, then the next day we'll be down in salem virginia as martinsburg opens the season you'll be back here and uh Matt and I will be down there broadcasting the game. It'll be a great way to get the season started. That should be a great atmosphere, too. I mean, that stadium is just – I mean, the D3 college football championship has been played there. It's just – to me, I think it's reminiscent of what Virginia gets of what a Texas high school football stadium would look like. Right, yeah. On a slightly different
0: table. I'm sure a lot of folks will make the – the uh, trip from Martinsburg yeah, that's as well. about three
2: hours, I think. Just around three yeah. hours.
0: But, I mean, if the fans are as crazy as I hear, I expect them to be a big crowd, right?
2: Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, that'll be our first busy week. And then the next week you'll be in Columbus, Ohio for the Ohio-Dominican Shepherd game. That's the Thursday after, next Thursday. So it'll be a good time to get into some broadcasting, some football broadcasting in the next couple of weeks. But now we'll go into what we started yesterday. We did about half the season of giving you the top games each week in the NFL season, and then picking what are in our opinion what is the best games. Now we're on to Week Nine. Week Nine, I think my top or here's the the top games overall. The top probably five games I'll give you: Cleveland Cincinnati, uh, New England Carolina, Buffalo Jacksonville, Minnesota Baltimore, Green Bay Kansas City, Arizona San Francisco tennessee rams and then chicago pittsburgh on monday night um i think the top matchup has got to be the kansas city versus packers game that'll be a great game on the late window probably the game of the week on fox depending how on what arizona and san now francisco play. Like. because they're always
0: the game of the week right the cowboys <laughs> i think they play in the early window yeah I'm just missing <laughs> Troy um, Aikman's. Always got to get out there first.
2: Yeah, but I think that'll be the that'll be the game because you'll see Pat Mahomes, the future, and Aaron Rodgers, one of the legendary quarterbacks in the NFL. It'll be a great game. 4:25 p.m. from Arrowhead Stadium. Nick, what's yours?
0: Yeah, that Tennessee Los Angeles game is interesting as well, but I would agree that the Green Bay Kansas City game got to be the you gotta you gotta pick another game. Right? I, I said the Tennessee Los Angeles one will be a good one as well. All right, because you know Derrick Henry against. Like I said last week, that Rams defense is expected to be pretty good. And one you didn't mention, Spencer, Jets taking on the Colts, replay a Super Bowl three, the biggest upset in NFL history, right?
2: (laughs) The Jets. Yeah. What did you say about the Jets the other day? What did you say about the Jets the other day?
0: They're bad. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I mean, I probably say that. You said about when Jamal Adams. When talking about Jamal Adams, you're like, "Hey, I wanted to get away from the Jets." And who doesn't? Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's what I said. So now we'll move on to Week Ten. It'll start with Baltimore at Miami on Thursday night. Then on Sunday, the early window, the early game windows, the top games will – I mean, we got to predict these out. Cleveland, New England, um, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, Washington, Minnesota, Los Angeles, Seattle, Green Bay, and Rams 49ers to end That's it on Monday week. night. That is a good week. Uh, I think mine – my top team or top game here has got to be Seattle at Green Bay. That's an NFC, probably the number two seed in the NFC. That's who it'll go to, one of those two teams, in my opinion, if the Seattle Seahawks can be as good as they have been in the last few years. It'll be a great game to to see Wilson against uh, Rodgers, and uh, that'll be the late window. It'll be on CBS. Nick, what's yours?
0: I'm going with Tampa Bay-Washington. The replay of probably the most competitive game uh of the uh, Bucks season last year was between, or of the Bucks postseason last year was Tampa Bay heading to or playing Washington, and that defense, you know, gave Brady some issues, and Heineke was great. So if he's playing again, I'm even more intrigued um, to That's, see how he does against that Bucks. That playoff game had the birth of my
2: favorite soundbite, which I still have yet to get to put on here because, as Colin said, how about you get it the
0: soundbite next time? Right, and yeah, you don't do a good Chase Young impression, Heineke.
2: That's it. That'll be it. That's the final time I'm doing
0: it. You that. like that? I just you like that of the new era, of the Riverboat Ron era. The football team likes to uh, come up with new sayings. But, yeah, that was a great game last year in the playoffs, so I'm interested to see, especially if Washington's you know playing at a high level like we expect them to be, uh, that should be a good one.
2: Now on to week 12. That'll feature – that's a Thanksgiving week. It'll feature the three games on Thanksgiving, Chicago, Detroit, Vegas at Dallas, Buffalo at New Orleans, the late game.
0: It's kind of a bad Thanksgiving, I think.
2: Mm, it'll be a bad, I mean, you got I don't know how New Orleans is going to do. Right, that's, if, if the, New that's Orleans, the key. If New Orleans is good, that's going to be a great nightcap game. Uh, right. But Sunday you'll have a divisional matchup, Steelers versus Bengals, uh, Buccaneers versus Colts, which potentially was going to be Brady's other suitor, but that never happened. Tennessee at New England. NFC East division matchup, Philadelphia versus New York. Uh, Los Angeles, Rams against the Packers. Minnesota against the 49ers. And then AFC East, Cleveland at Baltimore. And then the Monday night game is Seattle at Washington. Um, I think my game of the week here is got to be it's – it's got to be – the los angeles rams versus green bay packers this is this week we'll kind of decide these last couple of weeks we'll see how the nfc nfc overall as a division will pan out with the teams that have done well over the last few years to see who can get one of the
0: top seeds yeah when it comes down to these last few weeks of the season it's all about divisional games so i'm gonna go with that cleveland baltimore game on sunday night last year that monday night game was awesome i'm hoping we get something similar uh you know, between those two teams late in the season, they'll probably be competing for the AFC North. It's always a tough game. Looking forward to that one, obviously, as a Ravens fan, too. But I think that's a really good one. And then
2: on to Week 13, which will be our stopping point for this segment. It'll start on Thursday night with the Cowboys at New Orleans, which is a Fox game, so... Your guy Tony or Troy Aikman will be will be out. It's we'll not a on the Sunday call. Fox game. This it's not America's game know. of the week with know. the Dallas Cowboys for the 800th <laughs> time this year. Uh, Arizona, Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit, uh, Indianapolis, Houston, Washington at Vegas, uh, Jacksonville at the Rams, Baltimore at Pittsburgh, San Francisco at Seattle, New England at Buffalo. This is a really hard one because I think you got at least three great games potentially on the docket there but i'm gonna have to go with um san francisco at seattle you never know where the 49ers are going to be are they going to have their rookie quarterback in or 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 not uh seattle going to be contending in the in the west i don't know but that'll be a great game on nbc for sunday night football
0: yeah, I think those last three games there: Baltimore at Pittsburgh, San Francisco at Seattle, New England at Buffalo. Probably three of the bigger rivalries in the NFL. I'm gonna go with the Ravens game again, just because Ravens Steelers is always great. You, you can't always pick your team, Nick. I mean, look, you want me to go Denver, Denver, Kansas City? No, Drew Locke, he's trash all right well that's our cue to hit our first break yeah, who knows gonna be who the quarterback is for the patriots so. yeah who knows it
2: could be cam it could be not it could be mac jones uh, mac jones but brian this, hoyer this segment was sponsored by parsons ford kent parsons ford in martinsburg we became number one by making you number one first that is parsons ford of martinsburg.com we'll be back for more to break down the rest of the schedule after this
3: The future doesn't wait. Why should you? Blue Ridge Community and Technical College offers over 60 degree and certificate programs in education, IT, culinary arts, engineering, and so much more. Small class sizes, flexible schedules with evening and online classes, affordable tuition, plus financial aid is available to those who qualify. Now you can go to college. Visit us online at BlueRidgeCTC.edu. That's BlueRidgeCTC.edu. Stop waiting and enroll today.
1: Rockwool is one of the world's leading manufacturers of stone wool insulation products and is seeking motivated individuals like you to join their team right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Right now, open roles include general operator, warehouse person, machine technician, and electrical and instrumentation technician. All Rockwool employees receive competitive salaries starting at $17.50 per hour, five-day work weeks, and eight-hour shifts, plus full benefits package on day one of employment, including health, dental, and vision coverage for employees and their families, paid time off, educational reimbursement, a 6% 401k match, and more. If you want a well-paying job and the potential for a rewarding career with a top employer that offers exceptional employee support and development opportunities, visit rockwooljobs.com radio for information on all current job openings right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Apply now at rockwooljobs.com radio.
2: Please join us for the Rock's Local Market Grand Opening at 8310 Martinsburg Pike on August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for food, fun, and games. Shepherd Athletes will be there testing their athletic prowess in giant beer pong, plinko, and other fun events. Tell your friends about it. Tell their friends about it. All of Rock's friends and neighbors are invited to come by for a cup of coffee and sit a spell. That's 8310 Martinsburg Pike on August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m.
3: You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR, 106.5 FM, AM 740, and
2: TV 10. Have some Eric Church coming back here for the second segment of the sports mix today coming up after and for the third segment we'll have new Shepherd men's head soccer coach Ryan McDougal and uh look forward to talking to him and see what he's going to bring to this Shepherd soccer program soccer that's becoming a big building itself up in the Mountain State I think overall after Marshall wins the national championship WVU is relevant in soccer you got D2UC doing extremely well Who beat
0: Marshall yesterday.
2: Yeah, they beat Marshall in an exhibition game. Yeah. Was it 3-2 I think? 4-2. 4-2. Or four to three, maybe.
0: Uh, no, I was. I think it was a one. Women's team lost in double overtime. Yeah, we're I listened to a little bit of that. I did too, because our uh buddy Tyler Kennett was calling yeah. the game, and Ryan Cirk, who I mentioned Sirk, on the show. Yeah,
2: Ryan Cirk, Marshall men's soccer player. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I, I like that he could. I don't know how many else will be able to do.
0: Yeah, he did a few last year for us. Did a nice job.
2: All right. Well, let's jump back into the NFL schedule. Go into week fourteen. We'll start with the Thursday night game. That is Pittsburgh at Minnesota, and then the Sunday night early window San Francisco at Cincinnati, Baltimore at Cleveland, Las Vegas at Kansas City, Dallas at Washington, um, Buffalo at Tampa Bay, Chicago at Green Bay, and the Sunday night is the Rams at the Cardinals. I'm going to say this right now. We cannot, for this week, we cannot choose our teams. Both divisional matchups. We cannot choose our teams. All right. So I'm going to start. I wasn't going to. Really? You weren't?
0: Yeah. We're, we're going to stop the Browns in Cleveland.
2: Okay, whatever you say. Um, <laughs> I think Buffalo at Tampa Bay will be the game of the week. That's in, That's the late window on CBS. I believe that that's the only one on CBS in the late window, so that'll be the the broadcast on CBS at 425. That's going to have Josh Allen versus Tom Bree, new versus old. It'll be a great matchup for – overall to see you know where Josh Allen is Josh Allen just signed that extension Tom Brady you know he's he's just he's immortal he's Tom Brady he's immortal that's all you have to say Tom Brady he's Tom Brady I still can't get over that joke that Peyton Manning made (laughs) when he did his Hall of Fame speech about it'll be like 2035 before he'll get in on first ballot
0: I mean that's seems pretty accurate yeah
2: all right so who's your pick
0: uh I'll go with the oldest rivalry in the NFL the Bears and the Packers that's gonna be a
2: good contest yeah
0: and, and, i mean just because they have a traditional rivalry i think by then we might see justin fields as the quarterback so he looks good in the preseason and i think late again late season divisional you can always choose the nfc west games too but i feel like get a little nfc yeah. north love too uh or get a little nfc north love in there and go with the bears and the packers on sunday night. all right so moving on
2: to week 15 That there's a lot of games that have yet to be it could de- be snow too in Lambo. Could be, be snow in Lambo. You never know. It's December, right?
0: Yeah, it could snow there tomorrow for all we know.
2: <laughs> yeah, who knows? It's it's it's, it's Wisconsin. Who knows? Uh, December sixteenth, the Thursday night game is Kansas City at the Chargers. Then we have about what is it five games that are that are probably flexible depending on because you know the NFL does that late season flexible scheduling right. based upon where they are in the season, who wants to watch what and who is and I, I think that whole the last three weeks I think is all flexible, um, but so the to be determined games are going to be Carolina at Buffalo, New England at Indianapolis, Vegas at Cleveland, Washington at Philadelphia, um, East NFC East matchup will be Dallas at the Giants, then Tennessee at Pittsburgh, Houston at Jacksonville, Green Bay at Baltimore, um, Seattle at the Rams, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. It'll be an interesting matchup because that was a playoff rematch from last year. Yeah, and then the Monday night game is Minnesota at Cleveland, and divisional match or not Cleveland, Chicago, um, uh, matchup for the division there. Um, I think, I think it's gonna. I think my pick for this week has gotta be Green Bay at Baltimore.
0: Yeah, I think too. It's always good to pick you know non divisional games again if we already picked one earlier. Yeah. So, like, I was looking at a Kansas City-Los Angeles game. I picked that earlier in the season. So, I like the I like your Green Bay-Baltimore pick, obviously. But I'll go with Tennessee-Pittsburgh, a classic old AFC Central rivalry back when they were in the division. Plus, Tennessee, you know, they always get into it with Pittsburgh. They, they get good games usually, and they're kind of like Tennessee-Baltimore. You know? Yeah. They always have a little bit of – they still have that rivalry in there every once in a while, so I think that would be a good game. If you remember Lendell White stomping on the terrible towel that cursed the Titans (laughs) that season. Yeah.
2: All right, so let's move on to week 16 because now we have an extra week and we only got a couple minutes left in the segment. Uh, Starts on Thursday, December 23rd, San Francisco at Tennessee. And then you got your classic Christmas games. That's Cleveland at Green Bay, Saturday the 25th, 430. And the nightcap is Indianapolis at Arizona. Then the Sunday games, Baltimore at Cincinnati, the division game. Um, Buffalo at New England division game um, New England or New York at Philadelphia division game, Tampa at Carolina. this is a lot of divisional games. Uh, Chicago at Seattle, Pittsburgh at Kansas City, Washington at Dallas and then the Monday night game is um, Miami at New Orleans. Um, I think my game of the week here is going to be the Steelers at Kansas City It's a 425 kickoff from Arrowhead. I think that'll be a great contest to see where each team is at that point almost to the end of the season. you got two more weeks. Um If the Steelers are contenders like they always have been, it'll be a great game to see where each team is.
0: I'm going to go with Cleveland-Green Bay on Christmas. Christmas. Sounds like fun to me. Christmas Day, Lambo Again, there could be snow. And Rodgers, one of his last games maybe as a Packer. Yeah,
2: who knows? I mean, we say that all the time, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah. it's back. Cleveland's by year on things. the way up. I, I think it will be a fun game.
2: It will be a fun game indeed. Now on to Week 17, the usual last game of the season is now the second-to-last game of the season. You got, uh, let see, Kansas City, Cincinnati, uh, Miami, Tennessee, Las Vegas, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, New England, um, Philadelphia, Washington, Houston, San Francisco, Detroit, Seattle, uh rams at baltimore minnesota at green bay cleveland at pittsburgh my game of the week's got to be the divisional matchup there on monday night cleveland at pittsburgh um, if both teams are as good as they were last year this could be for the division title
0: yeah it's a good choice i'm gonna go with uh arizona at dallas i think that'll be a fun shootout uh even if dallas isn't very good this year they still got you know guys on offense that can put up points i think arizona should be uh, continuing to improve under Kyler Murray, so that'll be a fun game.
2: All right, and to close it out real fast, the Week 18, right? Week 18, is that where we're at? Yes, yeah, sir. Week 18, the final week of the regular season. Uh, you have Cincinnati-Cleveland, the o- battle for Ohio, Green Bay-Detroit, New England-Miami, Washington-New York, Dallas-Philadelphia, Carolina-Tampa Bay, Indianapolis-Jacksonville, Baltimore-Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Denver, San Francisco, Rams, Seattle, Arizona. Uh, I think it's going to be the classic. I'm going to take your answer here. I think it's got to be Pittsburgh at um, Baltimore. Again, however that division shakes out, that could be for the division title last week. Two of your best teams over the last decade in that division.
0: I'll go with uh, not a whole lot exciting really to me. I'll go with Miami because I haven't chosen them all year. New England at Miami. I don't think I chose a Miami game or even a Patriots game. So I'll just say that because good division, good rivalry there. It'll be nice weather. It's like we can make the trip, Spencer. You know? <laughs>
2: All right. Well, that'll do it for this segment, which was sponsored by Sunset Water, proudly installing water softeners in Martinsburg and Berkeley County since 1989. We come back. We'll talk with head new headman soccer coach at Shepherd, Ryan Dougal. That's next on the Sports Mix. Lost.
1: put up with your water long enough it's time for sunset water services your local water solution since 1989 to fix your water problems get better tasting better smelling and better looking water today say hello to drinking your own delicious water for pennies per gallon say yes to healthier skin and hair and to softer and brighter clothes sunset water services delivers your bags of salt to you so they'll save your back too and our products come with a one-year satisfaction guarantee call 304-754-9031 for a free water quality test today sunsetwater.com Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for basic, intermediate, and advanced defensive handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411.
0: If you're in an accident, the first thing that you have to do is call 911. You have to get medical care immediately. The next thing you need to do is call us. When you hire us at the Skinner Law Firm, what we do is we are going to investigate your case and we're going to lay out the options that you have, all at no cost to you. We will use all of our resources and all of our experience to get you what you deserve. That's what we
3: mean by treating you like family. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
0: Welcome back to the Sports Mix. 1234 has... We bring in new head men's soccer coach, Ryan McDougall. Coach, welcome to the program.
4: Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm just excited to be here. So I'm ready to get started.
0: Uh, Coach, what led to you, I guess, accepting this job and and coming in here? Kind of a late hire due to the uh, retirement of the previous coach. So uh, what was kind of that process like?
4: Uh, It was a very quick process. It was a process that I honestly, it was kind of hard to comprehend at the time just because um, I was down in Texas, uh, like down in Texas working, and then you know I had a friend from college call and said, "Hey, I'm at this program in Shepard. Um, you know, I think it'd be a good fit for it." And, and so from there, I had conversations with the athletic director, John C. Winbush, and I had conversations with the current head coach, uh, Coach Jones, and, and from there it was just like a quick, "Yes, let's do it." Um, and so it's been a whirlwind of emotions, but you know I'm here, and it's been it's been quite crazy time for me so
2: so you uh coach you're from or you went to col or you coached at West Virginia Wesleyan so you're familiar with the West Virginia College soccer scene
4: yeah so I was actually I went to West Virginia Wesleyan I was a four-year player there from 2008 to 2011 and then graduated in the spring of 2012 and then I continued my coaching career at West Virginia Wesleyan College for eight years and um, so, I, yeah, I'm very familiar with the, the soccer scene in West Virginia. You know, I think it's a great state for soccer. I think it's a growing state for soccer. And so, I, you know, I wanted to come back. And this is a perfect opportunity to come back and, and help it grow and continue to grow and be a part of the soccer tradition at the college level in West Virginia with, you know, the national champs being at Division Two and Division One Marshall and, you know, University of Charleston. It's, it's just great to be in this state for soccer, I think.
2: Yeah, you bring up those two national champions and uh, Division Two for Charleston. You guys are in Division Two at Shepard, so you want to match their level, or do you plan on reaching out to their coaching staff and maybe having a, a game against them in the next couple of seasons?
4: Oh, it, it just depends. I think for us, you know, it is a far trip for us, and, and you know, we try to keep the trips as short as we can, but, you know, I, I'm a, he's a college friend of mine. I played with him in college, so, you know, I, I've already spoken to him a couple of times. I think... For us, you know, it is a tough game to get on the schedule for the distance away. I think we have enough competition in the area around us that, you know, we can, you know, compete at those levels. But, you know, obviously we'd love to play them eventually. But at this moment, you know, at the cards, it is a tough thing to face.
0: Coach, what have you seen out of, I guess, the team so far about what you know about them? And where do you think there needs to be areas of improvement? Or what do you think are some of the strengths?
4: I think the strength is the culture. I think Coach Jones, Coach Turner, and Coach Sperry, you know, the two assistants on the team as well, have helped create this culture of just being wherever you are at, you are doing your best. So, you know, I've never seen a team so willing to be in the strength, in the, in the weight room or, you know, conditioning. And yesterday we did our conditioning test. And, you know, I just see these kids willing to push themselves. So I think that that side of things is, is great in that, you know, now I get to build, not just create, but build on their culture and, and help co- create more of a you know the soccer side of culture and i think the team is really good they've been really accepting of me and you know i think that partially because coach jones has kind of helped out this past week go through the motions and introduce me to people on campus i think it's helped that transition but the team's done great and i think you know we, we can do some things that surprise people this year personally
2: so your assistant sam turner is he the one that that called you about this job because i see he was at west virginia wesleyan during the times you were
4: yeah, so he, had, he was the one that called me. He was the one that's like, hey, listen, you know, our coach is stepping down. No one knows it yet. Uh, would you be interested? And I said, yeah. And so by Tuesday the next week, I was talking to Chauncey. And so he was a big help in this whole situation of just helping me uh, at least get the opportunity to speak to someone on campus about the job opportunity. And it's it was, like I said, quite a quick process. And so he was a big help for that, yeah,
0: 100%. How do you think that will help in terms of you coming in with the season coming up so quickly to already have a coach on the staff that not only you know, but was around with the previous team or was around under the previous head coach?
4: I don't just have one, I have two. And I think it's great because, you know, I'll ask a question about a player and they already know the answer. Um, Like, you know, what year is he or, you know, what positions has he played for you guys? You know, what has he he improved over the years? You know, what what do you expect from him? Um, So they answer every question, Coach Brady and Coach Turner, and it really helps me. You know going to the season because they they've been working on the team with some stuff, so we you know we're we're just building on that. We're not you know we're not taking anything away and just starting from scratch. I don't need to. It's one of those things where you know I try to make it my own and and we talk about the team tactics every day and what we want to do and what we want to play, the expectations of the team and how we want to play. so it's it really is a big help going into the season for sure.
0: what can uh, fans expect out of some of the guys on your team coming back and what are you looking forward to for them to see out of the team this year?
4: I think this, I think with that, with the COVID year and them only getting to play two games, I think they didn't get to show what you know how they've built this program through the last four to five seasons. With Coach Jones is that they didn't get to show anybody last year, and so I think they're itching to show. So I think they're itching to show. People should be expecting them to perform at a higher level than they have in the past because I think they're just like I said, they're itching to get back. And the practices have been good, really competitive, high intensity, um, and it it's the fans can look forward to this team I think producing more goals and more wins throughout the season
0: coach you guys were picked seventh in the preseason uh PSAC poll in your in your division does that add anything extra heading into the year
4: I think it adds a little bit of extra motive I think it's you know they feel a little bit hard done by but at the exact same time if you look at the last season it's one of those things where you know it's hard for them to go okay we don't you know, look at this. But for us, I think it's one of those things, it's definitely a motivating factor in our season. And we've mentioned it as a team. We've talked about it and said, listen, guys, we were picked seventh in the conference. Well, some kid said that we were picked last coach. And I was like, yeah, we were. Um, and so I think they look at it as a motivating factor. It's not something that, you know, they're, they're upset by, but it's one of those things that just helps us going into the season with just the extra motivation of we are going to surprise the conference.
0: Coach, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll try to get you on again during the season.
4: Yes, of course. Thank you so much. Thanks, Have a good coach. season. All right, bye.
2: Coach Ryan McDougall, new head soccer head men's soccer coach at Shepherd. And while we're on the topic of Shepherd, uh we talked about their first football game coming up here soon, but tomorrow you'll be out there for football practice and the scrimmage, right, Nick?
0: Yeah, I'll be out there with uh, Matt Miller and Colin McLaughlin, as well as – Uh, Travis Smith, who will be my color guy um, for the season, so he'll be out there during the the scrimmage, but we'll be getting some film. We'll be talking to Coach McCook, kind of getting ready for their season opener, which is in two weeks. Under two weeks now. Yeah, Uh On that Thursday night at Ohio Dominican, so looking forward to that and kind of introduce myself firsthand to Coach McCook and see what his team's all about because they got a big day. Starts at 1130 with the luncheon and then the scrimmage and uh, fan meeting thing as well around two, I believe. So it's a long day, and it should be a fun day, though, because a lot of college football action and kind of get your first look at the Shepherd University Rams since 2019, Spencer, because they didn't play last year. Yeah,
2: you know, I'm, I'm pretty bummed that I had a prior commitment back home in Leesburg. I I would would have liked to go to that. Just wish I could have moved some things around. All right, well, we'll head into our final break of the day. And this past segment was sponsored by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. And if you don't like it, they'll take it back. That's HagerstownFord.com. This is
3: Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site lab services and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at WVU Medicine
2: Hi, I'm Spencer Dupuy. Hi, I'm Nick Verzellini. Come out and join us August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for
0: the Rocks Local Market Grand Opening located at 8310 Martinsburg Pike, Shepherdstown. Our show, The Sports Mix, will be broadcasting live 12 to 1 featuring interviews from Shepherd athletes. Again, please join us August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at 8310 Martinsburg Pike
2: to check out the new Rocks Local Market and meet Shepherd athletes. We look forward to seeing you there. You're tuned into the
3: Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10.
2: Welcome back to the final segment of the sports mix right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. This final segment is sponsored by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304 263 4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg, West Virginia. So we'll use this final segment to talk about some Washington football stuff that has come come out over the last few days. First of all, when we talked about the uh, that building the brand episode that came out on their YouTube page where they bleeped out everything, the three names, I was listening to a podcast of a of a DC sports show that had it's summer that had um. They had Jason Wright team president on to to kind of discuss exactly what was going on with that. And some clarity that I got about that was just because they were in that list of names has no meaning at all that they're even their top names. I don't know if he's trying to throw people off the scent or what, but he did say that yesterday. So. Sun noise. What noise? I was hearing something. There's no noise. All right. All right. So so they've, they've dropped the names down to three, but the three are not necessarily among Armada, Brigade commanders, defenders, presidents, Red Hogs, Red Wolves, or keeping it Washington Football Team.
0: Interesting. It is. So we don't we we still don't know anything. Can, we're, can we're they just we're announce still back it? to square one? Like why are they they don't have a name? That's the real thing. Apparently they have like that's just something like the intern said. All right, these are the names I like. But nobody's actually decided a name.
2: Honestly, what if they just did this off just to push out an episode of the building the brand or I whatever? Mean, yeah, they got and they, they just hype they didn't say up. anything. They just they just said, "Hey, can we get? Uh, can I we really get, like can, this one. Can we get Ron? Can we get uh, Martin Mayhew? Can we get? Can we get Jason? Can we get him in Jason's office and just talking about a name? Do they even need just, a name at this point? I don't know. But but just keep the football team. My, my opinion here is I think for that episode they just didn't say anything and they just moved their mouth and then they bleeped it.
0: That's what it seems like. Yeah. I mean, it's like at this point you just keep the football team, right? Because every, every time you say the football team, then you got to clarify, do you mean the Washington football team or the shepherd university Rams football team? (laughs) So if you keep the football team, you're always on everybody's mind. Every time they talk about football, that's true. That is true. You, You would be America's football team. (laughs) <laughs> i don't think so nick i think you're little, i think you you're would stretching be stretching it a little bit you there, would be bud. I, don't I don't
2: know think you're they play tonight
0: that's more important it doesn't matter what you call them
2: yeah they will be on the field at fedex field tonight with a lot of improvements that happened at fedex field that's apparently good. and apparently they're they're now cashless so if you're ever heading to fedex field this year we're only what like an hour and a half probably from fedex field maybe two hours they're cashless they will not have any cash at anywhere and all their parking is now done via an app, not via a parking pass little thing. So, little tidbit if you're going to go to any Washington football games this year. I know our colleague Colin McLaughlin will be at the Thursday night
0: New York Giants game in the beginning of the season. There you go. There you go. Uh, so, so let, if you're going to that, make sure you figure out where Colin's sitting. Say hi to him. Say Say hi to Colin and be like, hey, go football team. And he'll say what football team? You don't need to say that because you know it's the Washington one. They're the only one, the only one, the one and only.
2: All right. Well, let's get into a little preview of tonight's game. They'll be at FedEx Field against the Bengals. And the Bengals were here last year. And what happened in that game, Nick? Who who got hurt? Is that when Joe? I didn't. Know I believe that. that's when Joe
0: Burrow got hurt. Probably. You that know, was also the was that chase. at FedEx? Yeah. There's something about that field. that is where he got hurt because i remember this alex smith got hurt at fedex yes and And adrian peterson years ago when he was on the i I think it was i feel like it was a year to the date or something crazy like that two years something yeah it was like on the same day or something yeah i think that was cryptic and then you know rg3 gets hurt and he was that was at home too yeah joe theisman was he at home they weren't at that field. <laughs> it doesn't matter. RFK. still that I don't know. Area. I, really,
2: I don't know. I was not born yet. You weren't? I would say I was definitely not born when Joe Theismann was playing for the Washington then Redskins.
0: Yeah. I have to ask Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this game tonight.
2: Let's do that. No Joe Burrow. He's sitting out still trying to – Get to hundred percent. Plus, he wants to play at FedEx Field. You get hurt there. I don't know. They've resodded the whole thing. They put new turf. I feel in like they do that and, every year. But they put they actually spend money on this. But it's supposedly like six year turf. There you go. That's supposed to last the six years they're left in their lease. Cool. So, but in terms of the place. game, yes.
0: Yeah. are talking about everything but the game. <laughs> what are you looking forward to tonight, Spencer?
2: I'm looking forward to seeing Fitz Magic into more of a rhythm. You know, we didn't really see – I think he went 6, 5, or 8 maybe, I think, on in the first game. Yes. I think you might see – I don't. I really don't know Ron Rivera's strategy with the three games because he's come out and said a couple different things, but I think tonight may be the longest you see them in the three that
0: games. That would make sense, I think, because then you give them time off in week three. Well, the thing is you have a whole extra week. Right. Before
2: the season starts. Yeah. So it's basically like they just gave him an extra week. So Ron's strategy is that he's talked about in press conferences is that they're going to play all the games. Maybe they'll just play one series next week.
0: Yeah, that could be possible. Do you think there is any sort of competition or do you think it's Fitzpatrick all the way?
2: I think it's Fitzpatrick, but I do think now tonight we'll see Kyle Allen. So I okay. think it's a he's competition back. for that backup spot and really not the backup spot because Fitzpatrick is known for having some bad games and being taken out of the game. So they really want to know who they're going to go to when Fitzpatrick has some bad games.
0: Yeah, I think at some point we're going to see Heineke or whoever ends up being the backup, which I, I think Heineke's is better than Kyle Allen based on what I've seen in Washington. So, But again, Kyle Allen will be back, which means you know how much is Steven Montez going to play? Probably not that much, if at all.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you give Fitzpatrick the first quarter.
0: Yeah, and then Heineke, he probably the second, second quarter, third, and then kind of the, third, the fourth. Then,
2: yeah. I mean, I don't know. It all depends there. Also, my guy, I guess you say, Samus Reyes, not playing. Oh, no. They have not said why.
0: Not the fourth string tight end, Spencer. They
2: have not said why. Apparently, they're both in, in the Tamaric Hemingway are both in concussion protocol. That's why they picked up Caleb Wilson off waivers from the Eagles practice squad. Uh, Rookie John Bates seems to be the number two tight end right now behind Logan Thomas. And then you got Caleb Wilson, and then I guess that's all they have tight end-wise. But I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with Samus Reyes because I've heard a lot of theories going on. They might
0: put him on the IR and keep him? Yes, that he might IR stash him? They might stash him on the IR. That's something the Ravens have done many times, and every team does, so yeah. it wouldn't be a bad idea Just if they think he has potential but not ready to play this year but think somebody might pick him up if they sign him yeah. to the practice squad. That's a good idea, I think. Um, what I'm looking forward to, I'm going to go with more Jarrett Patterson, see if he is really that second or third string running back, a little bit more of him. Um, you know, The Bengals, without Burrow playing, there's not really much to watch with them, I don't think. What do they got? They still have – I don't even know. Do they still have Finley? It probably
2: is. We should have had our buddy Blake Judon to preview. <laughs> he would know, right? He would know. He's got a podcast. Let me look at their last game. They played the
0: Bucks. No, that was regular season. I um, know oh, that was maybe preseason. Who do they got? They have. <laughs> 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 trying to find. Uh the Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen, okay. Kyle, Kyle Schumer? Schumer, Eric yes. Dungey, Kyle is Schumer. Is that Dungey? Yeah, he played at Syracuse. That's Schumer not, played at Vanderbilt. That's not Tony Dungey's son. No, it? I don't think so. Okay, but yeah, he played at Syracuse. Oh,
2: you know who's also on their team as a running back? You probably don't know this name. I only know this name: Samaje P. Ryan.
0: Oh, I know P. Ryan. He played for he was the Washington the fantasy Football Team for a team. week. week? He's on. He, yeah, I think at one point. Whoever oh, was the oh! You know who they right also have in, their, you know who they have in
2: their—you know who they're having their tight end spot? Who Washington picked up last year as an undrafted free agent, son of a West Virginia legend, Thaddeus Moss. There you go. He the the Washington football team dropped him last year because he was hurt. They waived him with an injury or injury settlement, I believe. But I'd be interested to see. He's sitting right now at the sixth or fifth, fifth string tight end. So you'll see him a lot tomorrow He's not as or tonight. Damped. You'll see him a lot tonight, probably in the third and fourth quarter.
1: Potentially.
0: Okay. I, I don't think he'll really do much in the NFL because he didn't really do that much in college. So He had Joe Burrow. He did have Joe Burrow. That's why he's on the Bengals. Yeah. Joe Burrow loves his Bengals, doesn't he? They should get Ed O'Dron in there pretty soon. Or his former Tigers. Eli Apple? Because they got Jamar Chase as well in the draft.
2: Somebody else that's looking to make – that's made waves, that's been on Pro Football Focus's uh, radar is Marshall Grad, undrafted rookie Darius
0: Hodge. He did have a nice game. He did have a nice game. What was it, one and a half sacks in game one?
2: I think so, but he was definitely mentioned by Pro Football Focus on Twitter as the rookies that made headway during the first week of the preseason. I remember seeing that.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, the Bengals, I guess, have a little bit to watch tonight, but really, I think... Obviously, our focus and probably our listeners' focus will be on the football team. And they do have some guys that are questionable. You know, maybe see if Curtis Samuel gets any run, but I would doubt it. I don't think he will. Uh, maybe he will. I don't know. They want to play him. Anytime, though, anybody's got an injury in the preseason, I feel like they just avoid playing them completely. Last night, too, New England stomped the Philly 35-0. Joe Flacco started.
2: Yeah, I did see that because, because –
0: Hurts is sick.
2: Hurts is sick, does not have COVID, but he was in the hospital last night with a stomach virus.
0: Cam looked good, 8 of 9.
2: Cam looked great, but also did Mac Jones.
0: Mac Jones, Jones, Mac Jones played well too. too. I mean, I don't – They're going to start Cam to start the year. But they got to, honestly. Mac might take over, and that Stevenson running back, Romer – I don't know how to say his first name, but 15 carries, 66 yards, two scores. Yeah. He's good. I'm keeping an eye on him fantasy-wise. Do you know who
2: apparently is on? I don't know if this guy, if this is the same guy. Yeah, Jonathan Williams. Do you remember Jonathan Williams? No. Or, I know the name, but he played for the Panthers, didn't he? Maybe. Under Ron, I think he played for the Panthers under Ron. Why
0: do I care about Jonathan Williams?
2: Uh, he's now on the Washington football team. <laughs> okay. Well, he, he didn't play for them. I don't know why I thought he played for them, but apparently he's the number three. He's in front of Jared Patterson on the depth chart. Not that that means anything right now, but he's in front of him.
0: There you go. And then the other game tonight is Kansas City in Arizona. Is that the other game? I believe so. Is that tonight? I don't know. Yes. That one's tonight. And then tomorrow at one, you got tomorrow Bills you got and Bears. The
2: rest of it, pretty much. Packers, Jets. Yeah. Um but to go finish back with the Washington football team as we have about a minute and a half left, um, I think the punt returner spot will be interesting because they have DeAndre Carter in there. DeAndre Carter is a rookie, and he could make the team. Or no, he's a four-year guy out of Sacramento State, but he's tw- he could make the team as the punt returner.
0: Yeah. Seems so that like would be will. a wide
2: receiver spot that they would have so then that's one less guy that you have, which is why they then cut ties with Kelvin Harmon. But your Here's wide receiver thing, position is still bunched. You still have a bunch of wide receivers.
0: Here's the thing. They do have Steven Sims, who can return kicks as well. Yeah. So you have, I mean, so your, would your receiver you rather position have is bunched. Carter, would, would you rather see Carter cut, you keep Sims, who can do both, and be productive at both positions, opposed to... Having just one guy on your roster, because when you're getting down to it, do you need just one guy to be your returner, or would you rather have just a receiver that can do both?
2: I don't, I don't. Know. I mean, it comes
0: down to I guess their other positions and how close they are. And can your boy Dustin Hopkins make a field goal tonight? We'll yeah. Sure. Uh, if 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 not, we will have another rant
2: Monday. We will have oh a gosh. rant Monday. Please make one, Dustin, and uh, we'll have another rant Monday. How about that? How how do you think? What do you think about that, Nick? We'll have another rant Monday. All right. Well, that wraps up this week of shows. We'll be back next week for all new sports mixes as we get ready for <laughs> as we get ready for the high school football season. Next Thursday and Friday, we'll be live at Rocks and Shepherdstown on Wednesday from twelve to one. We'll have Shepherd athletes on as well. For Nick Verzolini, I'm Spencer Dupuy. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Hi, I'm Spencer Dupuy. Hi, I'm Nick Virgolini. Come out and join us August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for the Rocks Local Market grand opening, located at 8310 Martinsburg Pike, Shepherdstown. Our show, The Sports Mix, will be broadcasting live 12 to 1, featuring interviews from Shepherd athletes. Again, please join us August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at 8310 Martinsburg Pike to check out the new Rocks Local Market and meet Shepherd athletes. We
1: look forward to seeing you there.